0: Well, well, well.
1: Welcome back.
0: To Am I Right, right ladies. ladies? This
1: is Victoria.
0: This is Feliciana. And welcome to another episode. Welcome to another episode. I just, like, feel really good. Me too. Again, we got through our warm-up. Yeah. Because we're athletes. <laughs> <laughs> um. <But> yeah. <sighs> I'm ready. Um. Good to see you all are here Good to talk to you all again. <laughs> um, any? Do we have any quick updates for our listeners? Mm, I can't think of any. Not really. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> um, well, let's just get into it. I think I'll do my ick first. Yeah. Um, Because I know yours is going to segue. Did you ever watch SpongeBob? Yeah. Okay. And you know how, like, Mrs. Puff hate spongebob yeah i get it i totally get it yeah honestly like imagine you you're just going about your business doing your job you're obviously putting in your life on the line for people that don't know how to drive they're just driving you around you could get into a car accident and die or a boat accident sorry boat accident and die And there's this one student that cannot pass your class, but every single time you get in the car with them, you literally blow up like a balloon because you're freaking blowfish or whatever. Health insurance. Like could you imagine? (laughs) Could you imagine having that one student that every single time just sent you to the hospital? If I were living here in Seattle and I was I worked with someone or like Part of my job was to work with someone that would send me to the hospital every single time. Absolutely not.
1: Girl, I actually know. Like, I have friends that worked with kids that, like, gotten, like, punched or scratched and they have to go to, like, urgent care. Like, more than one And more than once for each one, I'm pretty sure.
0: Oh, my... Oh, my God.
1: Like, they literally get beat up by kids.
0: I would beat them right back up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I can't (laughs) say that. (laughs) I mean, when I was... So I used to nanny for twins and um, an older sister. And the little boy, they let him watch Home Alone one Christmas. Oh, no. Yeah. And so he would set booby traps everywhere. (laughs) Oh, my God. And so they just would add on an extra $20 every single time I got hit in the head by one of the booby traps. (laughs) And I never, like, got hit in the head by anything, like, heavy or dangerous. Like, they were pillows or, like, chairs or stuff like that. But, yeah, my ick of the week is Spongebob's lack of driving skills. When you said Spongebob, I
1: thought you were going to talk about, like, those people that um, were not allowed to watch Spongebob growing up. Who wasn't allowed to watch Spongebob growing up? A lot of people. Like, I feel like when I went to school, there were a lot of people that were like, oh, we're not allowed to watch Spongebob or, like, certain, like, cartoons and stuff like that. I
0: mean, I definitely had – my parents definitely, like, put rules on what I could watch and what I couldn't watch, but – spongebob definitely was not on that list (laughs) maybe it should have been what are you saying about me right now (laughs) i'm just kidding i was about i I started at a new job this week and i'm like pretty sure i'm undiagnosed adhd i'm like some things have been done some things have been said and i've had a couple people turn to me and be like yeah i'm pretty sure you have adhd (laughs) (laughs) and you know that whole rebranding thing we were going for yeah yeah that didn't happen <laughs> if anything i'm like a happier peppier person but like a little more aggressively happy than i usually am and it's kind of scary i don't like it will <laughs> go away like give it like one or two weeks <laughs> <laughs> what's your ick? It?
1: my ick is just like people that act like they're allergic to the color pink
0: Oh my gosh, like, I hate that so much. I had
1: a manager, I used to work at a place, and she, like, just, she's, like, always tell people how she, like, doesn't own a single
0: pink clothing, like, clothing what item. What kind of award does that get you?
1: Yeah, and, like, she just, like, was disgusted by the color pink, and, like, I think, like, her daughter had some sort of, like, some sort of trade event for, like, a breast cancer or something where she mm-hmm. had to wear pink and she of course she wanted to support it but she was like telling me she's like i don't even know what i'm gonna wear i don't own a single item that's pink like she and she was like kind of disgusted by the fact that she had to wear pink like like and i'm just like
0: grow up girl like come on grow up. my dad goes out to sea for a living Mm -hmm. and like as we know there's some not great people that go out to see, you know what i'm saying and my dad loves the color pink actually and he'll (laughs) one of his favorite shirts is like a pink turtleneck shirt Mm -hmm. um and mm, men will literally make fun of him for wearing pink and my dad will be like "Mm, i'm comfortable in my sexuality and where i am in life so i don't know why you feel threatened by me and like he'll (laughs) call them out on like how kind of like bigoted that is like yeah i mean you're gonna label someone for a color that they're wearing like come on like grow up grow up like (laughs) because you know pink wasn't originally just like a girly color yeah
1: like we're gonna dive into the history actually a little bit
0: (laughs) (laughs) y'all are missing the like the ear, the hair behind the ear, and the like, the smirk thing because we're really proud of ourselves. She right thinks now. she's so clever with that transition. <laughs> well, you texted me about this earlier today, and you were <laughs> happy about your transition as well.
1: <laughs> so don't try and embarrass me, sweetie. Well, anyway, <clears throat> let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So the color pink was. As Feliciana said, mm-hmm. not originally a girl's color we were yeah. really wondering just like why is the color pink associated with femininity,
0: yeah, so back in the eighteenth century, so that's going to be the seventeen hundreds for anyone that's not good at centuries and years and stuff like thank that thank you you're you're welcome um shout out to one of my friends that actually gave me positive recognition for that a few weeks ago anyway um back to the 18th century um little boys and little girls of the upper class wore both pink and blue colors for like uniforms and whatever they wore and girls often wore blue because it was considered like a dainty color at one point um and Back in uh, the 18th century, there were two paintings um, by the millionaire um, Henry Huntington that started really kind of turning the tide of pink for, like, this was for children, Mm -hmm. especially, um, that depicted um, the blue boy. And then the little girl was um, called Pinky, and she was wearing pink attire. And so, like, the little boy was wearing blue, and the little girl was wearing pink. And that kind of started that transition for children wearing pink and wearing blue. Well, I was gonna
1: say, like, you know, like in the centuries before World War Mm One, um, like they tended to just dress like all babies in like white gowns, um, which were like easily accessible for like changing Mm -hmm. them and whatnot and easily bleached and they would just be like unisex so, you know, they could use them for all babies
0: because, you know, back then they don't got a lot of options. Also, the babies would die quickly. Like, yeah. it was very surprising if they made it past the age of five. <laughs> yeah. And
1: then in June of 1918, um, <laughs> there is an article published in the Ladies Home Journal that claimed that the generally accepted rule is pink for boys and blue for girls. Because hmm. pink was kind of like... Associated with red, which is like a very strong color, mm-hmm. and like you said, like blue is kind of like more of a dainty color. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like red was a little too harsh for
0: for girls, supposedly. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And mm-hmm.
0: then, you know, okay. So then, after World War Two, um, there was this general Eisenhower that helped win the war, World War Two or whatever and he became president president eisenhower um and his wife mimi um decided to wear this beautiful pink dress to the inauguration and it turns out she had only planned out that she was going to wear this dress like a week before the inauguration and i don't know about you but like that's kind of a big deal and i would have had that planned out months if not years in advance like um she wore this beautiful pink dress It's interesting because she wore the color pink because she thought it really complemented her skin tone and her eyes, and that's when, like, American pop culture, like, took that, grabbed onto it, and was just like, pink is for the ladies. Like, the first lady of the United States is wearing pink. You should be wearing pink. And then it turned into, like, appliances, and the household is pink. Like, everything is pink, 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 pink for the ladies. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about it, and during this time frame, women – were also losing their jobs because they had become such a huge part of the workforce Mm -hmm. during the war especially world war ii and like women had gone to school for different engineering jobs building jobs like there's so many jobs out there that women had in the war effort and women men had been coming back from the war and been displacing these women from their jobs and so society was really trying to push women Back into the home where they quote unquote belonged, and I think that pink and putting pink into the home mm-hmm. and creating all these different like flashy new appliances and making them for the like average woman you yeah. know or whoever's staying at home like to be more enticing and to create that market and like for women yeah and I think that pink really became popular. During that time frame, and it's so popular, you know. Yeah,
1: I also like saw like in the nineteen eighties as well as like when um, people started being being able to find out the gender of their child like mm. before they gave birth and or what was it? Yeah, I guess like prenatal testing. Mm-hmm. And so it was like really like a uh, like it gave time for the mothers to be able to kind of like you know get excited about decorating the nursery and mm-hmm. things like that. So also like being able to put like pink and or blue things like in their mm-hmm. nursery and they started also marketing these things towards women as well so i feel like because you know everyone you know people want like when some people have like a little girl they want their room to be like all like baby pink and so like or baby blue for the little boy so like manufacturers started creating things to reflect the sex of the newborn child
0: that mm-hmm. people can
1: decorate and whatnot
0: And that created a whole new industry, essentially. Yeah. Like, that's the beginning of that industry as well.
1: Gender reveals
0: as a whole. (laughs) I mean, gender reveals, I don't, they didn't really start until mid-2000s. So, like, 2016, 2017 is when I started really hearing about, like, big gender reveals. Like, everyone talks about a gender reveal, but it wasn't until, like, that time frame that people were like oh let's have a party for oh, a, gender a Whole reveal. parties
1: to find out starting wildfires
0: <laughs> with fireworks i'm sorry literally. your child's life is not worth a wildfire and helping climate change even more sorry not sorry yeah i don't care and it's not that serious like
1: you know maybe just your cake child or is gonna
0: choose either way who cares literally what, who cares what gender your child is going to be yeah just make sure it's healthy just make sure it's happy and healthy Mm -hmm. sorry (laughs) that was a whole other tangent anyway um i also
1: did want to talk about a little bit about the pink tax
0: oh my god yeah go for it
1: so for those of you who have never heard of the pink tax it's basically like the tendency of products to be that are marketed towards like women to be like more expensive Mm -hmm. than products marketed towards men for example like a men's deodorant, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. costing, like, $3 versus a women's deodorant costing
0: 5 or $6. Or, like, when, um, what do you call those things, those things that you use to shave? Razors. Razors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been using a men's razor since I started shaving my legs just yeah. because you buy them in bulk and they're cheap. Yeah, pretty much women's razors are not cheap
1: i feel like now at least from what i've seen nowadays i feel like it is a little bit more like equal Mm -hmm. for most of the products i feel like but there are like but there definitely i did notice like maybe like 10 years ago was different
0: Mm -hmm. um i mean to be quite honest with you when i look at the prices of like deodorant and like um razors and like really essential things like that Mm -hmm. to be quite honest like I don't really look at prices and I don't mean that in like I don't look at prices I mean that in a way of like this is an essential item you're gonna have to buy it regardless I have to buy it regardless I'm just gonna look at the wall see what the cheapest item is see what I'm used to using what my personal preference is Mm -hmm. you know and grab if it's on sale great let's grab multiples if it's not guess what we're getting one maybe two today And there's no point in looking at the price because I got to have it anyway. so true. Tampons, admittedly, I don't know how much they cost because at the end of the day. You have to get it. I have to get them. Yeah, for sure. And at my work, we get free tampons, but they are the most, like, they are so uncomfortable. It's, like, almost like putting cardboard up your vagina. I mean, it is cardboard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Did you see recently, tangent again, I'm so sorry, it wasn't, okay, (laughs) when do you think that they started testing, like, um, reproductive products with blood, like the absorption? Instead of, like, water? I have no idea. Just, no, just take a wild guess. I'm gonna say 2000. This month. Oh! No, I'm sorry probably not this month this year so a article or like a research like um team finally used blood to see the absorption like or what sort of absorption these products have so tampons pads um like adult diapers that kind of thing yeah they never used blood they used water
1: wow that's
0: crazy the- the, the consistency of blood and water are two very different consistencies
1: yeah because it's not i mean to be a little graphic it's not just blood that comes out of you either no so
0: mm. but
1: mm. I, isn't blood like mostly water technically
0: but either way like i, I said, mean chemically not- it is i believe yeah but like there's other stuff it's going not just on. water coming it's out the of you. lining of your uterus exactly it's a little chunky
1: you can cut that out. It's kind of gross. But hey, what? it's real.
0: That's the name of the podcast this week. It's a little chunky.
1: <laughs> but it's real. We're being we're being real. With you we're guys. being
0: honest. We're being real, guys. We're being transparent. <laughs> um anyway, continue your story. We went we've been on tangents today. I feel like we're just like really worked up about women's rights and like just like the perception of women lately. Yeah. To get back on topic, sorry.
1: ADHD? Yeah, I feel like our, all of our podcasts are just, like, fueled by ADHD. Like, <laughs> sponsored by Adderall.
0: Clearly it's not sponsored I mean, by not Adderall because we need it.
1: <laughs> um, but anyway, back on topic. Yeah, back on topic. You were talking about pink tax oh, Yeah, pink tux. Um, the pink tax I feel like there's such, like, a big gap now between the color pink yeah i to say the only the only states that so far have like actually made the pink tax illegal is um new york and california so i don't know hmm. like i love like pink and girly stuff like the barbie movie like oh
0: my god the marketing team Such on the pink girly movie it's the year is pink 2023 yeah 2023 is the pink year yeah but pink is also just for everybody Everyone, there's so many different shades of pink. Mm -hmm. Everyone looks good in pink. Yes. Everyone. There's a shade for everyone.
1: There really is.
0: Like, it's beautiful. Yeah. Dark pink, light pink, hot pink, neon pink. Baby pink. (laughs) What's your favorite pink? I like, I do like baby pink. I love a baby pink, but I also love a Barbie pink. Not like yeah. that neon pink, but that perfect like, bubblegum Barbie pink. Isn't there a name for Barbie
1: pink? There's like a specific shade of pink that is Barbie pink.
0: It has to be. It has to be. Um.
1: So the Pantone. Is it Pantone? The Pantone color is. This one?
0: Yes. Oh, I don't think that's my favorite shade of pink.
1: Oh. I think baby
0: pink is my favorite shade.
1: Remember when millennial pink was like a thing? But here's the thing. Millennial
0: pink is gorgeous. I freaking love it. Because you're a millennial? <laughs> I'm a zelennial. No, on the you're cusp. not, boo-boo. You're... Yes, I am. I've literally had so many people think I'm 22, 23 at my new job. People wow. think I'm a Gen Z. So I don't identify with Gen Z. However, I also don't identify with millennials. They're embarrassing. <laughs> I don't subscribe to that. But you are, though.
1: But I'm not. You are, boo. What about me
0: is millennial? Your age. I mean, other than that. The year you were born. Other than that is the same thing. Other than <laughs> that. <laughs> um,
1: you have a Stanley Cup.
0: There are so many people in this world, no matter the age, that have Stanley Cups. But also, if you you don't understand just the excitement of having a Stanley Cup,
1: what is like a very millennial
0: thing? Like, I'm
1: trying to think.
0: I'm not obsessed with tacos. I'm not obsessed with pizza. Did I'm- you wear
1: business casual in middle school?
0: I went to a private school and there was a dress code hmm. and we weren't given uniforms. <laughs> so, yes. So, yes. All through high school. Oh, my God. But I was voted best dressed because I put a little flair to it. Did you, know you
1: have I- a mustache necklace? Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> what did- I have pink sparkly doms. Of co- oh that's very you are tom's that's very millennial what else i just feel like you're not a gen z person though
1: it's i'm definitely heading.
0: not
1: <laughs> it's heading <laughs> like my brother he's younger than me so he's very obviously like a gen z
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like i would say things to him like what's the addy and he'd be like victoria don't say that you sound like a mom <laughs>
0: no one says what's the addy well this was like five years ago so i never would have said that even as a 22 year old maybe that's like an east coast thing i don't know i think that's definitely an east coast
1: thing but it's also very gen z east coast thing, maybe so
0: it's a very different cultures honestly yeah especially slang like i don't get it i really don't slang what is even happening some of these Gen Zers talk to me. And I'm like, what are you saying? Oh my it's god. giving
1: h- Slay the house down. I'm deceased.
0: Stop, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, so yeah, that wasn't like... We kind of just went off topic. Yeah. And I like that. This yeah. is more of a conversation, guys.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... Follow us on Instagram, right, ladies? Um. Share this podcast with a friend, please. Give us five stars. Share with a friend. Um, you probably if you listen to us, you probably don't have many of those though. Post us on your story. Yeah.
1: Like share. And you know what? We'll repost you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> with our 111 followers. Actually, it's 115. Wow. I We're really moving up in the world, guys. No, but seriously, share. Share. We love you. We love you. you. Bye. Bye.